close. Former Vice President Joe Biden is expected to announce whether he'll run for president within days, and the suspense is killing nobody. Of course, of course he's running. They probably have to strap him down Hannibal Lecter-style to keep him from announcing. The only way he's not running for president is if Obama invites him to go on a four-year road trip. I'm not so sure he is running. He could possibly look at the landscape and think, this just is not my time. There are powerful factors that suggest yes, and there are powerful factors that suggest he should not. It'll be interesting to see which way he goes. He dropped another another hint. I think it was at a speech in front of firefighters either last night or this morning where they gave him a big cheer when he came out and he said, save that energy. I might need it in a couple weeks. Yeah. The big money people are telling him, you got to run. You got to run. We we, we can't win with this crowd. Well, if the money people are saying yes, most people say yes. So the college professor who advocated killing cops were still trying to run him out of his job, even though we never push for that sort of thing. But... Guys, openly telling college kids in the media, we need to murder cops. You just can't have that sort of person uh, uh, teaching on college campuses. You know, the, you notice the uh, Media Matters people who are freaked out that Tucker Carlson said something ridiculous on a shock jock show a decade ago, have no interest in a, a cop who, who says we ought to murder, or I'm sorry, a professor who says we ought to murder cops. More on that to come. Um, Nancy Pelosi. Also, did you hear the shocking headline? A number of major colleges are admitting athletes who don't actually reach the standards of those uh, universities. Unbelievable! I, I don't know what to believe. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, Gambling in Casablanca. Nancy Pelosi told the Washington Post last night she's not into impeachment, and uh, maybe we'll have more on that later. Everybody's freaking. Well, you had a couple of your 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 biggest committee chairs who were full steam ahead. On impeachment. They yep. thought that's how they were going to spend the next two years. Probably Nancy still Police, are. Nancy Pelosi saying, ah, it's not what I want to do. Yep. So we'll see how that turns out. I, I had to respond to this. So do you know Gronkowski? Rob Gronkowski, the massive, the powerful, talented tight end of the New England Patriots. I'll bet he's a Gronk, they call him. DB in real life. That'd just be my guess. But I don't know. Anyway, that's that's a side. He's got a super hot model girlfriend, right? Shocking. Uh, also shocking. And she's a an Instagram sensation of something. What is she known for? You know, Sean? she's an influencer. She Probably influences that. people I've... to look at her boobies. Anyway, so she and him posted pictures of themselves in their swimwear the other day. Oh yeah, and posing. So, and you know, not not only are we hot bodies in our swimwear, but they're posing like he's got his arms crossed and. Chest out, and she's posing in a sexy pose. Right, and so there was some hateful responses to on the on the Twitter feed, which always happens if you know if you've ever been on the internet in your life. <laughs> people criticizing her for you know she's freaking gorgeous, right. but people are criticizing her hips are too wise, or oh look at that face, or whatever. You know the stuff people say on the internet. The anyway, internet might kill humanity anyway, she, because she was a, we've all realized we hate our species. She was a former cheerleader and swimsuit issue. That doesn't mean her hips aren't too wide. But anyway, so she blasted back at the people who are commenting on this and how, uh, you know. Don't get hooked, baby. Well, yeah. Right. And I I would never post something like that on on anybody's site ever. I never, ever. I don't understand what's wrong with you who do. The the hateful comments are hurtful. I I just never would. I can't imagine that impulse. But but if you're going to put out the look how hot I am pictures... 
you are inviting comments on that. I mean, you've made, isn't your statement, isn't your verbal statement, I am really hot, don't you think? What other statement is there to a yes, sexy pose of a bikini? what you're saying. So yes. your, your statement is, I am really hot, yes. aren't I? Yes, you are. Okay, you just asked. <laughs> now I'm going to respond. That really ought to be in Clips of the Week, Sean. <laughs> you just asked, and now people are going to respond. Yes. That's not the same thing as, here's my five-year-old playing the piano, and then you start putting on hateful comments. I didn't. It's similar. <laughs> I guess it's a little similar. Because you're there's saying, no need. A- She's, uh, uh, by every uh, every standard of human beauty, she's beautiful. Not that I particularly care. Have you seen the picture? Uh, I'm looking at it now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she looks exactly like what you'd think she looks like. Right, right. Um, but there's there's just no need. There's no There's no good reason to make a critical comment. Why would yeah. you? I may have undermined my own argument, because if I put out a my five-year-old playing the piano, I guess my verbal statement is, isn't my kid cute, or isn't this cute? Yeah, not isn't my kid cute, but yeah, isn't this a cute yeah, thing? I think your, your argument is terrible. I'd ask you to post that argument online so I can make <laughs> savage comments. She does have rather a large pelvis. She has what used to be referred to as good birthing hips. Okay. All right, Tucker. <laughs> I just think if you pose in a sexy way in your bikini or you're, you're yes. shirtless as a dude or yes. whatever, and you pose making the statement, don't Both I look good? giving a come-hither look to the camera, by the by. Yeah. If you make that pose and say, don't I look good, and you're shocked when some people give you some some uh, grief on the, the, the comment line. Right. I, well, you're, I, you're dumb. I don't know what to say. Gronk is not said to be a bad guy. Oh, really? But it is occasionally suggested he is less than bright. Yeah, he's also <laughs> not said to be an intellectual. No. Um, <laughs> I, like it. I know nothing about bright. his gal pal other than that she has a swimsuit that really features the under boob. Um, but, yeah, so it could what be. What university did he go to and did he have the proper scores to get in? That's what <laughs> I want to know. It could be the two of them are too you remember uh, Dim to understand <laughs> what was going to happen. Remember Ryan Lochte, the uh, the yep. Olympics. So it's yep. like a chess match between Lochte and Gronkowski would just be a staring contest. <laughs> I don't know how to play this game. Do you? No. Well, that's arm wrestle. Um. <laughs> so I don't know. I just I don't know. I I I again would never comment on that. I've I've there talked she to my, is again an Instagram influencer. I've talked to my kids about how only losers make those kind of comments online and stuff right. like that, and I believe Some that. Good dad, good but parenting. if there is any area where there is even slightly a pass for that, it's the "look how sexy I am" posts. I think. I mean, because what are you what are you doing with that? What is your point? That's just a weird thing to do to me. Look, Look at me, I'm hot. How Follow me. Freaking hot how I, I am. You're just inviting snark. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I could. Why can't you just be hot in your own private life? Right. Well, because then I'd have missed that shot. But then I guess you say girl couldn't find a bikini to fit her, so she bought one that was three sizes too small. They only had extra small. Right. Anyway. She was really upset that people would say mean things about her. I hope her. the wind doesn't kick up. They're going to blow those things right out of that bikini. Is this her first time on the internet? That's, I, that's what I wonder. <laughs> yeah. And and listen, <laughs> I, yes, it's losers who say that, but there are so many losers in the world, and most of them are on the internet. Oh, she was a SI swimsuit model. Yeah. Dang. 
Um, well, some of it is not just, there are weirdos who would actually find flaws with her. That makes you a weirdo, also. And the well, dudes who find flaws with beautiful people, um, that's that, weird. But that there's also the, psychological pathology is really easy to diagnose and explain. I won't bother. But but there's also the, and I can understand this, even though I would never do it, the, the thought of, you've been hot your whole life, you think you're hot, I'm going to say something mean to you. <laughs> Just, well, it's just like the high school jealousy thing. The only defense I can come up for uh, or with uh, for the snark is in terms of the snark is that the whole concept of an Instagram influencer, and I hate that term because again, most of them are influencing you to look at their boobies, and that's it. And then they make money from right, it. exactly. And then if they get enough followers looking at their breasts in their bottoms, then they get to like tout a product and make a bunch of money. So, uh, I think if you're psychologically healthy at all, you would, uh, arousal is one response, ignoring it is a second response. I think if you feel the need to take these people down a peg, that says more about you than them. Oh, I would agree. I would agree with that. We we need to leave time for the uh, cop murder and professor. Yeah, I agree with Sean also. Was this her first time ever looking at the internet in any sense whatsoever? Well, and that look, she got ripped off again. That swimsuit's way too tight. It's smashing her breasts up. She's going to get sunburned in places you don't want to get sunburned. Yeah, that's that got to be really uncomfortable, poor kid. I wouldn't think it would help with swimming that much either. <laughs> Isn't that, I mean, that swimsuit would clearly slow you down. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to enjoy your swimming. <laughs> you are listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Remember, as you're enjoying this fabulous podcast of the radio show, you can also get the Armstrong and Getty One More Thing podcast and Armstrong and Getty Extra Large, our long-form interviews, available via the iTunes podcast app and the iHeart app. Armstrong and Getty Show. Okay, so this breaking news story is more complicated than uh, at first blush. Marshall will have it in the news coming up. This whole university admissions thing. Yeah, it's it's an it's more interesting than big. I think. Okay, fair. So you don't understand showbiz. You got to pretend everything's big. I'm too cynical at this point. <clears throat> So, it is really interesting, though. I will tell you that. It's a hell of a scheme. Speaking of universities, you got your University of California, Davis. They're employing a professor who says we should murder cops. Cops need to be killed. More notable uh, quotes. I'm thankful that every living cop will one day be dead, some by their own hands, some by others, too many of old age. Okay. Now, those are some controversial quotes from your past. Now, those are not hard to uh, figure out... uh, whether that's a big deal or not, that you can't say that. It's easier to shoot cops when their backs are turned, no? And people who think that cops need to be reformed, they need to be killed. Well, you literally can't say that. You can't advocate murder. No. No. So, UC Davis Chancellor Gary May and UC President Janet Napolitano say there may be nothing they can do about a professor who's publicly advocated for murdering police. The chancellor is investigating his options. They are saying it's repugnant. We don't condone them. 
which, you know, I appreciate for what it's worth, which is not much. According to the university, only the University of California Board of Regents can dismiss a tenured faculty member. Though Napolitano, the system worked. Janet Napolitano, who's... uh, well, I, why would I say something disparaging about her when she apparently is trying to do the right thing? Maybe uh, she could start the wheels in motion with a recommendation for termination. Oh, she could. Not that she is. Such a recommendation by the president would only come after consultation with Chancellor May in the Academic Senate. A faculty member is entitled to a hearing entitled to a hearing before a panel of Senate members before any discipline is imposed. If you said in class every day. I think abortion is murder, which is a legitimate political stance a lot of people have. Correct. You would get run out of the university. There'd be Correct. such there'd be so many protests. Someone, you it's do your an job. assault against women. It's threatening to women, and women are a protected class. But you can say this and nothing happens. Here's what the mealy mouth spokesholes said. We are sort of constrained by the fact that the statements were not made on campus or in a classroom, and they are not, at least now, not considered to be a violation of the faculty code of conduct. Now, the young journalist, whose name I'm sure Hanson's about to remind me of, from uh, the University of California, Davis. Herman Melville. Um, No, I don't believe that's correct. Um, He said he'd heard rumors on campus for a while that there was a professor who said that sort of thing. What's his name? You can just get on the air. Oh, you don't know it. What's that? Nick Irvin, your mic's not working right. It's cutting off the first word. The hell? Just, just all right. Anyway, um, and he did a great job of writing about this story, but he said he'd heard rumors for quite a while on campus that there was a professor who says these sort of things. So it would seem that if we can find somebody who heard it in class, that might fundamentally change what's going on here. Oh, because, okay, I get it. So the, the him saying it in class are just rumors. The stuff that we know of were tweets on his own private account. And, and an interview. And an interview in the newspaper. Yeah. Uh, also, the... Uh, Although a professor that says that outside of the classroom and stands by it... Right, is a lunatic and shouldn't be teaching kids, clearly. Chancellor May said the comments don't rise to the legal level of hate speech, which is a stupid term, which has no solid definition... Because they are about police and not protected groups. And I quote, there are such things as protected groups, and you have to treat those groups differently. Police are not considered a protected group as a minority might be. The whole some animals are more equal than others thing is really, it's a step backward. The statements were ill-informed. Oh, Janet Napolitano echoed May's statements. I want to say Atlanta. I want to say Chicago. The statements were ill-informed, wrong, repugnant to university values, and we object to them with all that we can. As the Chancellor said, the First Amendment and principles of academic freedom tie in. May said things would be different if Clover, Joshua Clover, the Marxist poetry professor we're talking about, said things would be different if Clover had made those statements on campus. If the statements had been uttered in a classroom as part of a class, then we'd be having a different kind of conversation than we're having right now. Okay, well, so that uh, that's a pretty clear dividing line then. So if we can come up with any students who are willing to say on the record, yeah, I was in class and I heard him say that, probably need more than one, then, the, then it's a game changer. The California Police Chiefs Association has called for his immediate firing. Good. Which is ironic because the UC Davis police chief, who's a uh, uh, the former head guy from the CHP, California Highway Patrol, is just a bureaucrat through and through, and he didn't. 
God, way to not stand up for your no blue line there. Yeah, hey, uh, UC Davis cops, Davis, California cops, the chief there at the university thinks it's fine. Or he made just weak-ass, spineless, diplomatic uh, statements about it. Pathetic. So Police you... Chiefs Association says violence targeted peace officers on the rise. 144 officers were killed on duty in 2018, up 12% from the previous year. If you want to uh, express your feelings about this professor, or just at the very least annoy them, Yes. We've got the uh, places to go. Well, we have the phone numbers for the chancellor and the university president, email addresses as well, and a petition you can sign to terminate the cop killer or would-be cop killer Professor Clover. It's at all at armstrongandgetty.com. Click on the big black terminate Professor Clover link there, obviously. And we got this text about Rob Gronkowski. He's a financial genius, guys. He's invested most of his earnings, hardly spends any of his salary, and lives on the profits from his earnings. So who's dumb now? I, I just read that because I like the who's dumb now. I guess I'm dumb because I didn't know that. I'm not sure you've proved your case there, but that is uh, admirable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely admirable. Yeah. More athletes should do that. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Who's dumb now now? I don't know if that makes him a wizard in finance, but... Coaches and actresses swept up in a widespread college entrance and recruiting scandal, and President Trump tweeting, I don't want Einstein to be my pilot, lamenting how complex it is these days to fly planes. There you go. The president weighed in on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Quick text that we got. One was, I'll bet Gronkowski eats Tide Pods. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, and this text, can anybody help us out on this? few years ago, you played a hilarious song by a country star about his daughter posting on the internet and the horrid responses. You need to play it again in light of that segment you just did. Yeah, if anybody can remember what that was, text us 415-295-KFTC. I remember it. It was hilarious. I remember playing it for my wife at home. It was so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking for it. Uh, let's. There's a, a breaking story that's kind of interesting with Marsha Phillips. Well, the FBI and federal prosecutors are charging some Hollywood actresses and college coaches in a widespread college entrance and recruitment cheating scheme. God, and- if this is if this is another tiny nail in the coffin of the whole. Freaking college thing. The giant, bloated, overly expensive, pompous university structure. It's, yeah, yeah. No kidding. NBC News reports the indictments are against nearly 50 people, including current and former coaches at Yale, Georgetown, Stanford, USC, UCLA, University of San Diego, and Wake Forest. Actresses Felicity Huffman from Desperate Housewives and Full House star Lori Loughlin are among those involved that are facing charges. So, did the universities recognize them as potentially great actresses and let them into... No, 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 no. I don't don't understand what's going on here. They, too, reportedly paid thousands of dollars in bribes to get their kids into top-tier universities. So they were swept up, it looks like, in this whole investigation. It's not clear who's running this thing, but it was a combination of bribing people to take the entrance exams and then bribing, for instance, the, the baseball coach. 
to give your kid a scholarship. Right. Oh, he's and got then, athletic ability. Oh, yeah, he's tremendous. Right. We really need to let him in right. here and, 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 and uh, or just admit him on the basis of his ability. Then suddenly, well, yeah, he hurt his elbow, so he won't be playing this year. But the basketball or the baseball coach has a new boat. Yeah, I'm still not the least bit. I'm still not the least bit shocked. It's it's interesting that the university system, the whole college thing, is so much a part of the left. Because if we have a class system Mm -hmm. in this country, it's all around that. The rich and powerful get to go to the certain universities that allow you to continue to be among the rich and powerful, and it's all a scam. And and it's and it's the sort of thing that the left should hate. It's a class system that we brought over from like old England and stuff like that, and we we're creating it in the United States. Well, they let poor people in; they give them scholarships, some of them. But there's also a lot of it that's not. And in the name of diversity, they make everybody spout exactly the same ideas. Yeah, the prosecutors are saying parents paid an admissions consultant. $25 million from 2011 through February of uh, 2019. Never mind the total. What's it cost per kid? I'm thinking about, you know, I should have, you know, stepped up, helped my kids out a little but bit. So, what well, does it cost? But my point is these universities, yeah. they're all about equality and fairness and, no, you know, non class system and all that sort of stuff. And you're taking bribes to let in certain people. I mean, that, that's incredible. Mm hmm. Another story this morning, I don't want Albert Einstein to be my pilot. That is part of the tweet from President Trump that appears to be referencing the recent crash of the Ethiopian Airlines Boeing 737. The president tweeting this morning, quote, Airplanes are becoming far too complex to fly. Pilots are no longer needed, but rather computer scientists from MIT. I see it all the time in many products, always seeking to go one unnecessary step further when often old and simpler is far better. You just sound like an old guy, Mr. President. This is the most, I'm an old guy at the bar, I kind of heard about a story on the news. Yeah. I'm talking to my friend's tweet he's yes. ever made. Yeah. <laughs> well described. Trump going on. Trump going on with his tweet. Split second decisions are needed. And the complexity. Wait, wait, wait. He's, he's got no indication that that's why these planes are crashing. Because they're too complicated to fly. I mean, there's no news out particularly about that. He goes on to say the complexity, <laughs> the complexity creates danger. All of or this, the engine on this particular model isn't bolted on tightly. We don't oh, know no, yet. It's 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 the it's, it's the sensor thingy. But all of yeah, this, I'm not sure he's helping. All of this at great cost. You're not very, sure. <laughs> yet very little gain. But I don't. Just why is he weighing into it at all? He saw it on the television. Because he's Trump. And he saw it on the television. (laughs) Trump going on to tweet, I don't know about you, but I don't want Albert Einstein to be my pilot. I want great flying professionals that are allowed to easily. Has has Trump ever flown commercially in his life, I wonder? I wonder if he's ever gone through an airport and gotten on a Certainly not in the last 30 years. He wants great flying professionals. Where does he think these pilots are cut? Is it a lottery in the the boarding area? Great flying professionals that are allowed to easily and quickly take control of a plane. Right. There's there's no way he's flown commercially in the last 50 years, I'm guessing. Yeah. Possibly he did, like, when he was in teens and 20s. I don't know. I doubt it, though. His dad was rich. They might have flown first class on a regular plane. I don't know. But he certainly hasn't for a very, very, very long time. Correct. All right, my friends, break out the party hats. We have got a major tech birthday today. The World Wide Web turns 30 today. 
It was in 1989. Jack, how are you feeling still? Overall, positive or negative for humanity? Negative. We were better off before the Internet. (laughs) I will always stand by that. There you go. English computer scientist Tim Berners-Lee submitted his idea to his bosses at a physics lab in Switzerland about a worldwide communication system. I honestly think you could make a really solid argument for how we were better off before the Internet. On the on the uh, on the whole, mm. I believe that you believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Berners Lee admits today he never dreamed his idea would revolutionize the world and have people killing themselves at unbelievable rates and uh, ushered in the decline and fall of uh, Homo sapiens. Well, whose bright idea was it to put every idiot in the world in touch with every other idiot? <laughs> And allow every bad, tiny country uh, to attack in big, powerful right. countries and all kinds of different problems. And, and for uh, ugly, hateful people to unleash their ugliness and hate on the innocent. And make I'm going to tell miserable. everyone about how shitty you are. Well, that was actually a telephone call, but... <laughs> That's what people are doing on the internet. Right, clearly. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's some people's goal every day when they get up and they log on. Right, just to hurt somebody. Uh. Tell them how se you are. <laughs> there you go, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. Here I'm starting a Getty show, The Conscience of the Nation. The Catholic Church, at least one particular Catholic Church, is very upset with Saturday Night Live. I don't know how much time they spend being upset about the rapey priest problem in the Catholic Church and the fact that they continue to cover that up, but very un- very unhappy with some jokes they didn't like on Saturday Night Live. We can play those jokes for you and discuss. Lovely glass house you're living in there, uh, Monsignor. Maybe you ought to let somebody else chuck rocks. Among other things on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Sing a little bit more clear Said you both might beat the country Next to what they've been here Can you sing a little more about it? They wanted me to impeach President Bush for the Iraq War I didn't believe in it then, I don't believe in it now It divides the country Unless there's some conclusive evidence That takes us to that place Nancy Pelosi, they wanted to impeach Bush for the Iraq War I didn't believe in it then, I don't believe in it now Hmm and she uh, told the Washington Post last night, I'm not, I'm not into the whole impeachment thing. Aaron Blake is a senior political reporter writing for The Fix for the Washington Post and joins us now. Uh, Aaron, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good, thanks. So uh, how would you characterize the importance of uh, what Nancy Pelosi said to you all at The Post? Is it uh, merely notable or do you think it's uh, really uh, kind of laying down her marker? I think it's it's hugely significant, and, and it, you just have to look at what she said in the quote. Uh, this wasn't just us parsing a difference between what she said today and what she said before. She actually recognized that she was about to make some news with her decision to be <laughs> against impeachment. She said, I'm going to make some news. I'm going to give you guys some news here. I haven't said this before. Um, I, I think it's significant. Uh, you know, We're obviously waiting for the Mueller report to come out. A lot of these House Democratic investigations are are getting off the ground now we saw michael cohen testifying 
Uh, it's been evident for a while that she is not a fan of impeachment. She sees it as politically risky, probably never going to work, given that Republicans have more than enough votes in the Senate to block the president from being removed from office. And she's always been somebody who has been more cautious, has been more politically uh, strategic about these kinds of things. And I think that she just saw a moment where she wanted to get out in front of this and, and maybe kind of nip this in the bud before the fever built a little bit too much. How do you think Adam Schiff and Jerry Nadler reacted to that news? Were they shocked? Well, yeah, well, I think they were. If you look at the, their comments over time, I think they've pretty much been on the same page as her. And, and after that quote came out yesterday, they basically said that they agreed with her. They said that the only situation in which they would support impeachment was the same situation that she laid out, which is that uh, the evidence is, is overwhelming and, and clear, and it's overwhelming and clear enough to the point where Republicans are actually saying that they would support impeachment. Which, which, which is always the case. That's the case with every president all the time. I mean, if something happens that well, both parties agree, oh, my God, this is over the top, then yeah. Yeah, I think it's a it's a little bit different. Obviously, they need Republican votes to remove the president from office in the Senate, but they do not need Republican votes to begin the impeachment process. And I, I think that there would be people who advocate for impeachment right now who would say, well, part of getting the votes to remove him from office would be impeaching him in the first place. You need to have that kind of an investigation in the first place if you're ever going to convince these Republicans to get on board. And so, you know, I, I think that this is clearly uh, probably a smart move strategically for Nancy Pelosi, but there is going to be an element of the party that believes what the president has done is beyond the pale and that this is basically a half measure, that they're, right. they're setting aside principle in the name of, of political pragmatism. And so uh, we'll see how the party uh, adjusts this going forward. Well, and also those people get uh, currency by howling for impeachment, impeachment from their uh, constituents, whether literally their constituents are just the sort of people who like them. And listen, this strikes me, Aaron, as some really smart political posturing, because what Nancy's saying is we will not impeach the president unless it's such a terrible, terrible thing that it must happen to save the union. Therefore, if they do end up impeaching the president, the rest of us across the fruited plain, as Rush Limbaugh would say, are, are sitting there thinking, well, they said they wouldn't impeach unless it was really, really serious. So it must be really, really serious. I think that's pretty smart. Yeah, they, well, yeah, there is there is a school of thought uh, that that she may be setting the table here for eventually coming around, and, and it would be even more significant if she had come out and, and said that she didn't favor it, and then suddenly she saw the evidence and she decided that you know this actually was that significant. I, I, I'm skeptical about that. I'm also skeptical that we'd ever get to that point where. Republicans actually would sign on to this, absent a, a hugely damning piece of evidence. Uh, you know, the Republican Party base very much believes this is a witch hunt. 71% of them do. Uh, they're not going to buy into what the House Democrats are going to find because that's a political investigation. Uh, and they've seen the president be implicated in a campaign finance violation, an actual crime with Michael Cohen, and they've largely shrugged that off. So I kind of question exactly what could be put forward that would actually lead these Republicans to to buck a president and call for his removal, you know, given how popular he is with the Republican Party base. Yeah, I think it was the Washington Post article that pointed out there are 30-some House members that won in Trump districts, and they're going home, and people aren't talking about impeachment. They're talking about health care and stuff like that. So 
Um, I'm not sure there would be. Well, I don't think there would be right now. Nancy Pelosi knows it right now. Enough Democrats to to get impeachment through the House. But I, I any anybody who's a, a pro Trump or pro Republican and thinks this is good news, I think Trump would have been better off with a failed impeachment um, than than if if Nancy makes it all about policy. But we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, I think you're. I think there's something to that, and that's exactly why Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to do this. I mean. Uh, you know, if you would give her, you know, a choice between removing the president today and and keeping him, she would take remove the president. But that's not the choice here. The choice is to go through an arduous process that can backfire badly. That's very unlikely to succeed in actually removing the president. And by the way, even if it did ultimately succeed, you would have President Mike Pence and he would be running for reelection in 2020 with perhaps better odds than the president, uh, President Trump would. So I just don't see any world in which this is a strategy that she would take of choice unless her base just truly demands it. Aaron Blake, senior political reporter for The Washington Post. Aaron, I liked your description of an arduous process that's prone to backfiring because from Nancy's point of view, she's got an election coming up in, in 20 months and she's just coming off a win. You know, so, so why yeah. would you, you know, twist yourself into pretzels to get an impeachment going when, when, you know, she feels like, oh, we'll just whip them at the, uh, the, the ballot box. So. Yeah, and I've been saying this for a while, that that was the president's greatest guard against impeachment was the fact that we have an election coming up here. I mean, what, what better, especially as we get closer to the election, what better way for Nancy Pelosi to, to argue that this is not necessary than to say, well, you know, we can either try and get two-thirds of, of, Republic, uh, of senators to remove him from office, or we could just get a majority of the American people who are actually voting and making that decision. That's a very easy political argument to make. And I think that maybe it's a little bit too far away to start making it right now. But it was always the argument that was ultimately going to be uh, what Democrats would fall back upon if, in fact, they did not want to move forward with impeachment. And so I think you're, you're going to start to see that, especially as we get later into 2019 and early into 2020. Uh, I think that they asked for time to investigate the president, you know, get these investigations off the ground. But that was all also a good way of buying time and kind of delaying this ultimate decision uh, to a point where it would be easier to just argue the election is the way this should be handled. Aaron Blake, senior political reporter, writing for The Fix, The Washington Post. Aaron, hey, really good perspective. Thanks. Well done. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Thank you. I'm, I also think Aaron and a lot of people uh, who think like him uh, are way too optimistic in their view that Trump will be beaten at the ballot box, that that's just a given. I, uh, oh, oh, I don't. Did he come off that way? No. He didn't to me. No. Uh, I just assume that, I guess. Hmm. Um, no, I just think from Nancy's perspective, that's clearly the better strategy. Oh, absolutely. I'm disappointed that, and I hate this phrase, the grown-ups have taken over uh, briefly. Mm. I'm disappointed. So you're rooting for chaos oh, and ugliness. I think, I think, I, I, think I join you in that. I think it's quite possible. That all these different days and weeks that I've heard from the Washington Post and MSNBC and others about this is the worst week of the Trump presidency, I think this might be the worst week for Donald Trump and that the Democrats backed off going <laughs> over the cliff. Yeah, you and, could be right. And, uh, and, and I, cause that was going to be, that was going to be fantastic for him. Couple of quick emails. Longtime correspondent Mark uh, on, he says it's your artificial intelligence shower thought of the day. The same technology that will supposedly replace all jobs any day now is what is changing of to if in your voice texts. 
Something I've been railing good, about lately. Good one. And they've been working on voice recognition for almost 60 years. I'm not worried about AI taking over jobs anytime soon. And I've been a professional software developer for over 20 years. That is a damn good point. So I'm supposed to believe that all of a sudden AI is going to take lawyers' jobs with that complex stuff when it can't do the simplest text? <laughs> we'll see. On the topic of the uh, the Himalayan pink salt that everybody's so oh, hot to try yeah. for, and we, we poo-pooed. We pooed on your salt. Now listen, boys, while you shock jocks belittled the humble <laughs> Himalayan salt, I searched PubMed, the Cochrane Review, and other journals, finding it has two immense properties. One, it has electrolytes, and two, <laughs> electrolytes are what plants crave. <laughs> if you've not seen the movie Idiocracy, it's a documentary about the United States. Yes, it is. You should check it out. A shockingly accurate documentary. Yeah, we got a number of people pointing out that the pink Himalayan salt's got slightly more vitamins that you get plenty of in your daily diet. So, mm. I don't know. If you like it, you like it. That's fine. Just If you are forced by shipwreck or avalanche to drink your own urine, perhaps your urine will be more nutritious. That's probably it. Alex from San Diego. Guys, I just got done looking for something for my son to watch on Netflix in the kids section. Turned out one of the recommendations is Michael Jackson's This Is It. I guess Netflix hasn't gotten the memo. Wow. Ah, Just wanted to pass it along. Wow. How did you watch my show? Now, if you got kids and they haven't gone through all the All Hail King Julian episodes, oh, that is the best. Mm. And it's something you can tolerate. It's freaking fantastic. How about uh, Tanner in Seattle? My brother was on the rental car show, offered his seat to a woman who was standing. She immediately countered with, no thanks, I can stand like any man can. Oh, God. This drives me crazy. When did it become taboo to be polite and kind? Uh, Yeah, I've had that happen before, holding the door open or something like that. And he has, uh, please insert Jack's trademarked scream. Do we have Jack's scream, Andy? (laughs) Ah. This is Tanner's reaction. (laughs) Wow. Ah. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.